All right, here we go. We're hot. It's Project Warpath podcast. It's Friday, March 27th. We're in the middle of the coronavirus. We're doing another uh, update here. We got Mark is in California. I'm in Texas. And then we have Kevin on the line. Kevin is uh, 22 years in the Army, retired Master Sergeant, Special Mission Unit Operator. So we're just going to have a chat today, talk about nothing but the coronavirus i think ready guys let's do it all right let's do it all right so it's getting crazy the numbers are really high <clears throat> usa we're at 96,968 italy's at 86,498 who knows what china's at, at their liars spain's at 64,059 Germany is at 50,178. Germany's deaths are really low at 321, though. Yeah, I think Germany might be doing uh, how they count their deaths might be different where they have that anomaly. Yeah. Ones. What do you think, Kev? Get stuff. Um, I think we're fucked. <laughs> you know? When you look at it, you know, like you said, this is just the beginning. And, and, and the, um, the messaging from the media uh, initially was a little bit too over the top to where, you know, it, it really uh, polarized our, our society to where one half of America believed it, the other half thought it was bullshit, um, and people continued to go on with their life. You know, meanwhile, Washington and our elected officials tried to save our economy before trying to save American lives. Yeah. Um, so now we're at the point to where, you know, what we're seeing on the map right now is nothing compared to what we're going to see in a week and nothing compared to what we're going to see in two weeks. You know, it's. Um, did, you, did you see in uh, far too often initially it was messaged as, oh, it's just another flu. It's no big deal. Um, you know, touch of viral pneumonia, I guess, you know, but again, at the end of the day, I think guys like us can agree that, you know, the only way anyone was going to stand in a fight with the United States of America was if they were going to hit us asymmetrically. And we basically got bitch slapped. Yeah. Did you see, uh, talking about the, uh, press dividing everybody there, somebody posted on Twitter. I don't remember who it was. I was looking at it last night. It was showing in February mayor bill de Blasio of New York city he was telling people that it's not a big deal. They need to go on with their lives. And then the, some human health and human, whatever lady from New York city, same thing. She's like, get out there, spend money. This, this is not a big deal. And then there's some Chinese dude on there saying it's racist. Cause they're, they're supposed to have a Chinatown festival. And if, if you don't go to the Chinatown festival, you're racist. This is in um, f February. I think it's, also in the first week of March, they're still trying to push people to go outside that, you know, making people feel guilty for being at home and hiding out from this thing. So there there's mixed signals coming from everywhere. And now, now they're saying that morgues in New York city are going to be filled pretty soon. So crazy stuff. Yeah. There's a dichotomy that going on, you know, like Kevin said, there's the, the media's, 
BS they've been playing. The very early on, they said, "Oh, it's tinfoil hat thing. This is nothing more than the flu." And then, yeah, then they overhyped it, played the fear game, and they get the two sides. Some people believe in it's complete bullshit because mainly because they're not seeing it in their area, and they're not actually looking, you know, at the at the numbers growing and seeing the cases all around the world and right now in New York in our own backyard and they still have this cognitive dissonance and they're just, you know, covers over their heads, burglar kicked in the front door and they're just pretending there's nothing going wrong, which is uh, not a recipe for success in any way. Yeah, first we had the, uh, oh, it's just like the flu thing going around. It's just like the flu, the flu kills more people, the flu this, the flu that. Like everybody I talked to, the flu, the flu, the flu, but... Obviously, it's not. No. And I had a message passed to me this day, you know, because the Who was, they got their own heads up their ass and they're corrupt as, corrupt as hell. But um, their own statement, you, anyone can go look it up on their website. Um, on January 12th, the update they put out, they said, human to human transmission. There's no evidence of human to human transmission. And they're saying there should be no. Uh, travel restrictions or trade restrictions with China and China. And they were just like stroking the communist party's cock of China and their little statement, pretending like it was all good. And they're part of the reason because people look to the who and the CDC for guidance. But since they've been so horribly delayed, people are like, Oh, it's not, it's no big deal. Otherwise they would have sounded the alarm bells. Well, welcome to mass corruption and globalism. Right. Isn't it kind of scary, though, that, like, the dude with the most street cred right now is Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's right about Hillary, about Epstein, about all these yeah. things. It's, it's, Gay it's frogs. Just madness, man. I mean, you, you rewind the clock a little bit, right? And, and the, the correlations are just way too creepy. I mean, all the way back to 2015 with, you know, the Jade Helm exercises that special operations were conducting in the, you know, southwest of the United States of America. You know, again, it, literally training for an event just as this, you know, um, and again, that's good and bad. It, it's not something I, I don't believe that that we were you know, going to impose on our own citizens. But yet at the same time, you know, I think, again, based on our pedigrees, we all know that when it comes down to the biologicals, we've been tracking this shit for a long time and working towards the counter proliferation measures necessary. But, you know, the reality is and what people are going to have a hard time really grasping is that government is nothing more than an illusion. It's forced projection at its best to where, you know, even in the units that we were in, I mean, there's a handful of mouth breathers. And then you look at, you know, go down a tier and it's like a whole bunch of mouth breathers. Well, now you get down to state and local levels and they're all fucking mouth breathers who spend more time figuring out how not to do their job rather than how to do their job. You know, so many of our elected officials, so many of our state, county, city employees, you know, they've confused their responsibility with authority and they, they are not productive and they are not capable of hand handling such a, a situation. You know, so we're going into this completely blind. And, and again, hope is not a course of action. But yet at the same time, I mean, I, I don't see a, a positive way for, forward through this. I mean, it, it is going to pop. And, and once we see the true numbers come about, I mean, dude, we're going to be looking at mass suicides and, and complete fucking breakdown of society and, uh, and, and civility. We're going to see um, opportunities again through the media. They're telegraphing all of our 
our weaknesses. We're going to see terrorist attacks happening all over the place. We're going to see chaos and madness. I mean, we're literally going to be standing on scorched earth within six months. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope so too. I mean, you know, yeah. but again, I, you know, you know where my head is, man. So Tej and I, um, so you're tracking, we, we worked, I worked for Tej when we did the, um, who was that guy? Milo, you yeah, know, yeah, Milo security. We were at the Berkeley riots, right? Yep. And dude, I, I, I couldn't get faster out of California than the Jews could have gotten out of Germany, man. Like I saw that shit coming. I retired out of the army in 2016 and I could not believe the country I came home to. America was gone back then. The, the policies from previous administrations, I mean, the barbarians were no longer at the gate. We've been infiltrated. They're inside the gates right now, you know? Right. And, and once it breaks down, well, it's a free fall to see what's next, right? And, and we could be you know, optimistic about it and say, hey, well, you know, the silver lining is we can rebuild and create this country that, you know, we've all dreamt of. But that moral fiber is fucking gone, man. It's absolutely lacking everywhere. And you're seeing people's true colors come out already. Week three of this uh, situation, you know, very much the me, 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 I, 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 you know, something as simple as fucking shit paper. Right. Yeah. Big fatties running out with the cart full of freaking, you know, toilet paper. But they got kids in the freaking car waiting for them and nothing to eat for dinner. I know. It's, I, I, I don't get the toilet paper thing. It's so stupid. It's not like this thing gives you the shits. What What is the scramble for toilet paper? What is well, urgency? It, it, Why do you need to buy 40 rolls or 30 rolls dirty. of toilet paper? It's retarded. They're right. fucking misdirected idiots. You should be buying meat, eggs, and milk. Right. Well, and, and then again, I mean, look at what modernity has done to our culture. Dude, if, if, a, if a guy goes out into the woods you know, and is exposed to the elements for 24 hours, unless he maxed out a credit card at REI, he's going to die of exposure. Our species is weak. Americans are soft. All these assholes walking around with their tap out t-shirts and affliction, this and that, dude, they all sidestep the gunfight that's been going on for 20 years, man. You know, and, and now, I mean, it's come home and it's coming home harder than anyone could ever imagine. Well, yeah, less yeah, than one percent of the military, or I'm sorry, less than one percent of the American population fought in these wars. Everybody else is just going on as usual, being soft. And then and now we'll see what happens. It's a function of technology, you know, the double-edged sword of as life gets easier and easier, and we have you know air conditioning, heating, grocery stores, easy access to things. We become soft just from a human level, even without the war stuff going on. I mean, how many people can acquire their own food without a grocery store or like you're saying, like, you know, build a shelter or what? I mean, we're going way down, way down, way down the line here with the uh, shit hits the fan scenarios. But still, people just don't have these basic human being skills that we used to have not that long ago. You know, 100, 100 years ago, the majority, more people in the population were better equipped to handle you know, something like even the Great Depression when that came about. And what we're going into economically is worse than the Great Depression as far as the heights, the heights that we've reached and how far we have to fall. And it's not just, you know, people people think it's the coronavirus doing this to the economy and it's not. Coronavirus is a black swan that caused the markets, the bubbles that existed to implode and 
all that stuff was inevitable from printing trillions and trillions of fucking dollars and we're going to print trillions and trillions more and people that don't understand monetary system and how how this shit works just think it's all you know oh it can just keep growing forever it's and it's not possible nothing grows forever everything moves in a cycle and we're in the uh we're at the top of the roller coaster looking down it's gonna be one hell of a ride well and and, and mark just to bring bring a point to that though right so during the Great Depression, the, the population of the United States of America was was around 88 million people. Right. And half of those yep. people still lived on farmsteads and were self-sufficient. In today's modern era, 360 million Americans with damn near 90 percent of them living in city centers, depending on our, our weak ass supply chain. Right. Which no matter how you slice it, even if we contain this, even if we get it under wraps, our supply chain is going to be rocked. So we're going to have to continue to deal with these shocks that are going to be occurring within and without. At the same time, you know, like right now I work with commodities. I work in grains, right? Exports are, are exports for the U.S. are continuing, but for every, every other country, they're, they're shutting down. So in true American fashion, greed is shipping all of our commodities, all of our chow, outside of the United States of America right now. Meanwhile, yeah. factory workers, plant workers, warehouse workers, truck drivers, laborers, everyone that's the heartbeat of this country that has been paid shit wages and had, had has had shit livelihoods is, what keep, is what's keeping us alive, and it's beginning to fail. Yeah. And just from those points you're bringing up from a national security issue going back decades when we started farming all our manufacturing overseas, our agriculture, and we became this paper backed economy. And right now we are in a horrible position to deal with anything real. You know, we were just floating on paper and credit. Well, you know, and again, we've been doing it to everyone in this world for the last couple of decades. And and it's almost as if we're we're going to become China's China's location for the next proxy war, you know, because without their medications, without their medical supplies, without their trinkets and gadgets and gizmos, what do we have as Americans? You know, paper, everyone's paper. on their getting made in America, but all our shit's coming in from freaking China. Yep. I think that's we all going to change, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It but has to. Is, Right now, though, what do we do? Right, they got us by the balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, man, it's like, you know, I, I think, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I didn't vote in 2016 because, you know, when I retired from the army, it was just a fucking circus that I came out to, like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, right? A reality TV star and a fucking criminal were running for the president of the United States, and I couldn't believe it. And, and so I sat it out, but yet at the same time. You know, I knew the status quo had to be broken. Donald Trump broke it. He has been working for the American people and what he's been up against. He has been doing an incredible job. But, dude, he poked that dragon one too many times, man. You know, and what he realized or what he hopefully is soon realizing is that the difference between the boardrooms that he was operating in and in his previous life. Well, they didn't have militaries and nuclear arsenals. They didn't have biological weapons that they can unleash plagues on the world. Right. And at the end of the day, dude, I mean, time will tell, man, it's either, you know, the only other plausible, you know, thing is the 5G argument. But right now, dude, it, it's it's in every hemisphere. It's in every nook and cranny of this globe. And 
all roads point to China. Again, it's an asymmetrical attack that I, I believe is this is just they're just starting to prep the battlefield, man. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, you can look at. Go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, you can look at China's actions currently and when the thing broke out, their their silence speaks volumes, you know, when they could have warned the world, even if like we can we can say whatever, you know, conspiracy, there was a level four lab right the fuck there. Um, But even if it was all on accident and it was the convenient mishap that they're using their advantage by being silent, they allowed this thing to spread. And, you know, they're using the whole propaganda with our, our medium, who, our media, who's their lapdog, saying, oh, it's calling out the Chinese virus is racist, like all this bullshit that doesn't fucking matter, that's just clout clogging up the uh, airwaves. And they're using that to, to their advantage. You know, the American media and political correctness bullshit has been used against us for a long time by our enemies uh, very well. And uh, you can see right now, even with them manipulating the numbers, there's zero new cases in China, really. 1.2 billion people, that's where it started. Everywhere else is cruising, and all of a sudden, their numbers just flatlined. That's a okay. bunch of bullshit. But it, isn't yeah. it amazing that Beijing hasn't seen one case? Mm-hmm. You know, and their market's doing pretty good right now. You know, it's again, it's like, I mean, I don't know. And, and hopefully, again, you know, Trump's policies have been much different than previous administrations as far as how he telegraphs our military options. But, dude, I hope we're marching fucking forward, man. I hope someone's got a finger on that trigger right now, man, because, again, it. America will rock from the inside out without their medical aid and without their, you know, our equipment that we've been reliant so heavily on them uh, before. Um, but what we are witnessing is an act of war. And I think, again, just speculation, but everything in me points, uh, you go back to Suleimani when we took down Suleimani, right? An act of war. And what's been going on since then? War games with Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, right? And, you know, let's take it back a little bit further. You know, uh, the deep mission, uh, deep water submarine mission that the Russians failed on when they were trying to tap into the internet cables crossing the Atlantic Ocean. You know, this has been going on for quite some time. And I believe in 2017, you know, Putin, and I'm paraphrasing, basically said, you know, the first country to to discover artificial intelligence will rule the world. And with the predictive indexing that we're seeing based on the algorithms and behavior modification of people's behaviors and response, I mean, something bigger than man is driving this freaking monster towards us. It's, it's just happening way too fast and it's absolutely coordinated. Yeah. Well, we, we've been so busy. We've been so busy fighting these fucking wars in the middle East. We've been so distracted from, everybody and everything meanwhile china and russia have been developing their economies their militaries everything and every time we pull out of somewhere they go right in and scoop it up yeah they're, they're dominating you know africa they're how, dominating the middle east and then right. meanwhile and we're, no we're talking fuck- how uh, russia russia closed their borders with china what two months prior to anyone knowing about the outbreak they, they, no, they did it. I think they did it um, like first week of January. They first sign of the outbreak. I don't know if they actually did it earlier, but they announced they were doing it. I think it was the first week of January because I was following this thing since the beginning. And mm-hmm. Russia was like, "Fuck it, we're closing everything." They sealed their borders. Russia and Mongolia sealed their borders, and they're doing great. I think what is Russia? 
I don't know how, what the numbers are. Let me look. Like 400 and something last I checked. But isn't but in that crazy, though? You see the picture of Putin in a hazmat suit. Yeah. So Russia's you got know, a, it. It says like, 1,036. Right on. It's pretty low. And what's their population? You know, they're like the they're up there in numbers too, I believe. Not not quite the United States of America, but I don't know. I don't know. Siberia is looking pretty nice these days. Yeah, I hear yeah. yeah, right. I tell you what, though, brother. I mean, again, you know, and so I, I, uh, you know, the deal, man. So I used to knit some hats, and I had a small business. I was on Instagram, and I wrote a bunch of posts that should have went viral, but I wasn't that big of a deal. But, dude, I, I've been talking about this for a long time now, man, to the point where, again, you know, I, I'm not going to say where I'm living, but, dude, I pulled pitch out of Cali and moved to the middle of fucking nowhere and bought myself a, a small farm and where, you know, I, I grow, you know, a, a small garden. Well, it's a big garden. I got cows, chickens, pigs, goats. I don't even know what the hell I have anymore, but. <laughs> Again, it, it war or not, dude, the last thing I wanted to be was dependent on the food system and the supply chain that is making every American sick and disgusting. And that's the reality behind the numbers, dude. When these numbers really start to pop, dude, wait till all these fatties start getting hit. Wait till all these sick motherfuckers who've been sitting on their ass for fucking 20 years start getting hit. Yep. Yeah, you know, I just we are not a healthy nation. No, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I get it. There's some hot chicks on Instagram. Cool. But dude, the average American. And if I were to call, go out and call someone a chubby man, I'd get ridiculed for body shaming or I'd be making some hate speech or God only knows what law I'd be breaking. Right. But we protected the weak, man. And now the weak are going to destroy us. Yep. Uh, Russia's population is 145 million, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Again, what, I, I don't uh, think Kevin, what, um, I don't know. You used to say, say, you had a line saying that uh, the grocery stores in California are one day away from starvation or something. Well, I forgot. Well, and, it? no, it's my, my overall, you know, perspective of America is that, again, regardless of how much money you make, every American family, they're four missed meals away from anarchy, man. Wait till these kids start getting hungry, man. You know, I mean, and again, with all without the all you can eat golden corrals open, wait until the big guys start getting hungry. You know, people that never had to go without yep. are finally going to feel some pain in their gut and watch what begins to happen. You know, and again, you can and again, it's it's a theory, but you can't help but speculate. Well, OK, is this why our Second Amendment has been under a relentless assault by the far left? You know. Is this is this some democratic coup against the president of the United States to destroy our economy, to to punish the people for voting for him, to put us all on the tit of the government? Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, the Democrats are fucking pawns. Our entire government is pawns to central bankers and globalists the money men behind the central banks. So yeah, the puppet show here is, I'm sure some of them are definitely cheering from the sidelines and want to see it go down and, and, and push more towards the globalism and socialist bullshit that they've been trying to push. But as far as their leverage that they have is shit. The leverage comes from well above, you know, 
the, right. the illusion of the government's controlling or running shit is a fucking illusion. Yeah, like you like you said, this uh, all these markets are artificially inflated. Anyways, this coronavirus is not what broke the market. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. It's just it's a pin that big time. The and they, dude, that, they've been setting up for a monetary shift for a long time. I forget the specific numbers, but the time. But it, it's the t- if you go look, you'll find it online. The time it took the U.S. Treasury to hit like eight hundred billion was you know over like 200 years or something right so and then the time where we're at where we're at now trillions upon trillions right was a was a very short period of time so what that massive inflation devalues everything which is why the prices of everything rise and rise and rise you can look at you know real estate you can look at milk grains gas everything gold any anything that's a commodity measured against the US dollar and you see the value of the dollar going down it's not that things are going up it's the value of the dollar going down because the dollar isn't backed by anything other than the word of a fucking corporation basically right so it's uh it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people even people with money in the bank it's shit's going to change and they're setting up for a currency shift whatever that means i don't know but it's gonna happen in the future where the dollar has been the uh the thing that's backed a lot of transactions around the world and that is no longer going to be the case. And the problem is that all world currencies are built on this fiat system and it's all in the same bubble at the same time. So it's uh, something like we've never seen before economically around the whole world. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and, and again, you know, we, dude, I, I can go back to my first trip to uh, Africa, right? Um, a young girl who got caught stealing an apple and uh, they took tires, threw them over her and lit her on fire. Right. Um, mm. Trip to Bosnia, you know, um, a Serbian child was crucified to his, his parents' door, you know, thousands of bodies floating down the Drina river, the shit we witnessed in Afghanistan and Iraq, dude, like again, America doesn't know the nightmare of humanity or loss of humanity. Excuse me. And, and I think when when we start losing, you know, systematically everything that you just went through at the same time, you know, our financing, our chow, our markets, everything, dude, like what we're going to see is what people have been watching for 10 years on The Walking Dead more than anything, mm-hmm. except our zombies have a little bit more meat on their bones, I think. But I don't know, man, I, I shouldn't be making fun of the fatties, but dude. If you got a couple pounds on you, man, start walking, dude. Get in shape. You need to be ready for the fight. So, yep. Yeah, boost the immune system. So let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about uh, the idea that this did come out of China intentionally, that this is a biological weapon, and this is a first strike by the Chinese Communist Party to weaken America, to soften us, so they can bring a follow-on strike. I mean, that's that is a reality. Whether it's not just America, it's, though. it's definitely it's a possibility because the way this thing is unraveled, it's. I mean, it's definitely it could be real. I'm not saying it is, but I mean, it's it's no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a first yeah. strike. It's like it's like pre-assault fires. It's a first strike to soften right. us up, right? But they're doing it in a very asymmetrical fashion. 
and and Chinese the Chinese Communist Party killed a hundred million Chinese souls last century. You think they, shit, yeah, yeah they, they killed five ten thousand people with this. They by by releasing it out of their biosafety level four lab in Wuhan intentionally. They weaponize their people, and then those people get on airplanes because they didn't restrict the travel, and they sent weaponized people all over the planet to infect right. everybody else, except well, and, for and Russia. For me, all roads for me go back to Suleimani, dude. I, I again, Iran, you know, uh, China, um, Russia conducting war games. All the conflicts we've had in Syria recently with Russia and in Iran. Um, and, it, and it just tapered off. It fell off the grid. It was no longer spoken about. It wasn't an issue. It, it was kind of done for business. But we failed to realize that, you know, again, like we fought terrorism, right? We fought radicalized groups of individuals claiming jihad. We, when we killed Suleimani, that nation cried jihad, dude, you know? And I think what we're going to see is that yes i completely agree i think chinese china weaponized their people kicked them out to the four corners and kind of hoped for the best wherever it landed right but again what due to our immigration policies and lack thereof from previous administrations we've already been infiltrated and we know that every terrorist organization on this planet is connected back to hezbollah and so what i think we're going to start seeing as these cities and social systems and, and services begin to fail and struggle, I believe we're going to start seeing terrorist attacks in large populated areas. And again, I think that's credible, you know, and, and that would make sense to why, you know, again, the, the virus isn't the concern when you look at it with a level head. 100,000 people out of 360 million, it is what it is. But yet when you look in these concentrated areas, why are they isolating individuals? Why are they alienated, alienating people? Dude, we shut down the NBA, the NFL, the NHL. Everything that we knew America to be is gone. So what is following? You know, and for me, the most probable course of action from here is that as we begin to, to stumble, like truly fall on our face, excuse me, uh, we're going to start getting, we're going to start seeing very coordinated terrorist attacks happening throughout the United States of America. Yeah, especially especially like uh, in New York City. Oh, the, dude, the police, yeah. the police well, are getting and infected. Think and about it, though, right? A lot of the police so, have been confirmed infected, and then a lot of them are under quarantine because they don't know yet. And then some of these guys are basically phoning in sick, like we're not coming into work. Yeah, so right. You have a, I no, wish I no, had that fucking. Yeah, I know, but you have all these cops out there that let's say they're getting sick and they don't can't protect and serve anymore. Right. Then possibility of anarchy, civil unrest, whatever. And like you said, international terrorist attacks because our guard is down. And then if this spreads into the military, let's hope not, but they already said there's an aircraft carrier heading to Guam with a bunch of sailors on it that are sick. So, I mean, shit, shit could, it could get crazy. Let's hope it doesn't. I'm not going to say it is going to, but it's, it's a possibility. That's what we're talking about today is the worst case scenario and the very real possibilities that exist. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the thing is we're, we're dealing with if, if this theory is correct or so on, on the same lines, right? We're dealing with 
another evolution of warfare. Like if you go back to swords and bows and arrows and stuff, and then someone showed up to the battlefield with gunpowder and cannonballs and shit, people are like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, completely unprepared, outmatched, outgunned. And this is, and no one was expecting it because they'd never seen it before. If this is what happened, you got to look at also just from a numbers game. They really don't even have to initiate all that stuff we were just talking about with with uh, sleeper cells rising up or any of that stuff. China's population is 1.4 billion people right now. Our population is what 360 million. China yes. could lose the entire U.S. population and still have around a billion people. Uh, that would be also convenient for them to cull a little bit of their population. And we all know that commies don't really mind killing their own people. So it kind of kills two birds with one stone. You, you, you're releasing some tension from your own population and doing damage to the entire West, not just America, the entire fucking West, Europe, everywhere. Um, and you maintain manufacturing, medicine, things. So you can kind of just let this thing play itself out and then make your move after there if you're China and if this was a plan which yeah you know I don't know looks looks quite suspicious for yeah. sure yeah I don't know man it's just I've, I think a lot of us right we, we we've all been sitting on the precipice of the singularity for so long you know and I think no matter who you are what your age professional background race color creed who cares I think we can all agree that we've all had a bad vibe for a while now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. People, people are scared shitless. <laughs> oh yeah. Hence buying all the toilet paper. Right. Which well, and, dude, stupid. I mean, and I'm not going to thump a Bible or anything, you know, but I think if we were closer to God, we'd have a better understanding of what was happening though. You know? Um, yeah. We're looking for logic and reasoning. And sometime I think, the best explanation is through through our own spirituality and faith, you know. I mean, all, and, all this stuff, all this stuff that's been going on the last few years, it's in the Bible, right? It is in Revelations, right? I mean, it's and and you go back through again, man. It's just like you know, connect the dots, do whatever you need to do, and that's where again, I, I just wish for once we could truly rally the nation and fucking everyone tomorrow unsubscribe from time warner cable turn off fucking fox news shit can cnn and just fucking communicate amongst each other you know but our our first amendment right is is just about gone we cannot peacefully assemble we cannot speak without deletion uh, you know from twitter gods or whoever the fuck these people are but the mainstream media goes on with the narrative and the narrative that they're they're pimping is not healthy for anyone it's stirring the pot to where even again even if we contain this dude there's there's a magic number somewhere waiting for us to where heads are going to pop and we're going to see mass suicides and we're going to see murder in the streets and we're going to see some bloody shit that we've never we as a nation haven't seen since the civil war and even then i think what we're going into is is i mean we're looking at this is truly the existential threat that we've been feeling. It's, it's not the environment. It's not the CO2. It's, it's human, the lack of humanity and the people that we have become. And again, I, it's, it sounds far fetched, dude, but again, you, you know, we are so dependent on our, our smartphones and our devices. And at the end of the day, what we are is binary. We are nothing but ones and zeros. 
And the dudes that were better at math than us, man, they came up with that algorithm. And those algorithms hooked us hooked us into this based on our dopamine, you know, feedback receptors. And and the behavior modification that came about came about at the same time as artificial intelligence began to take over, right? Like the algorithms on Facebook, for instance, were taking from online gambling websites purposely there to hook you, to addict you. The World Health Organization came out several years ago and said there is such a thing as digital addiction, but we just laughed it off and went on our way. And, you know, I don't know if we swiped left or swiped right, whatever you do. It, it just we haven't been paying attention, man. And, and now it's like we're, we're the frogs in the boiling pot of water just realizing how hot it's actually gotten. But, you know, and, and what do you do, man? You know, because like right now, like, dude, if you're in a city, if you're still in a populated area, like, what are you waiting for? It's not going to get better because the next thing that we're going to see once this shit starts popping up big time, dude, we're going to have a refugee crisis within the United States of America. And the reality of that is, is like if you look at back on every, you know, natural disaster, every catastrophe that's happened in modern era, dude, the United States of America has led the charge as far as humanitarian aid assistance and support. Dude, we are here alone and unafraid, left to rot. No one's coming in. There is no cavalry. You know, again, it's like this should be a wake up call for everyone, man. There should be, you know, a revival for everyone to get back to nature, get back to the fucking Hills, man, head out to some BLM fucking stake, some fucking claim to some fucking land, (laughs) throw some fucking plants in the ground and call it yours because it's not going to matter here pretty soon. That's, that's the, that's the, uh, the silver lining. Like there's the fear, the fear is an enemy people in fear because at the end of the day, I mean, the whole ones and zeros thing, we are, consciousness and we have the ability to wake the fuck up and realize the game that's being played and stop participating in it in so many ways and that's kind of going back to the hills going back to nature living a more sustainable life um and this is a catalyst that can it could push us that way like we could we could see the 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 heads exploding and all that kind of shit come down that's a possibility it's also a possibility that people decide to say fuck the totalitarian regime bullshit that's been going on and, and, and band together in local communities and start helping each other. You know, the, the fear is a divisive tactic and that's what the media has been using for a long fucking time to keep everyone separate and afraid and scared. Even in the face of this virus, who cares? Who cares? Like for me, if I die, I die. No big fucking deal. I'm spiritually good. You know what I mean? But I still have a purpose to this life that I'm living and I want to, do the most I can to help my fellow man. You know, that's where, that's a big shift for me that has happened since from, you know, the, my combat days to this. And I still got that gangster shit in me, but I, I, I make conscious effort to be kinder and nicer to the average person, even people that, you know, which is hard sometimes people that are fucking not getting it, you know, but, um, I think we have, uh, there's, there's opportunity in every disaster, you know, there's opportunity, and I think what you're saying for sure connects spiritually, which I think is a big, huge lack. And uh, if it's religion for someone, cool. If it's whatever direct connection, that's cool too. Um, but it, there's there, there's that big void, and that void is 
you can see it. You can see it in people's eyes. You can see it in the anxiety and the depression, you know, that, that this nation has been suffering, even though, you know, according to all economic indicators, we're doing fucking, we're doing great and everything's going well and we got all this technology and yeah, AI and blah, 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 all this bullshit. But it, the, the thing is, it's not, it's not connected at any level to the spirit of true life and humanity and in any of that shit, which is why we've been corralled into the into our own little glass glass prisons by these puppet masters pulling the strings and pushing in these social engineering crap and people just gobble it up because they're going to work paying the you know paying their taxes to the government and paying to live day to day month to month and it's just this kind of uh this reality that a lot of people have chosen to escape from instead of face and you know like you going to the hills and getting some goats and some chickens and some land, you know, that's wise. And and from a national security perspective, that's the best thing we could have done. The best thing we, we still could do is to decentralize, decentralize and have a little fucking farmstead, whatever, grow, have one goat or whatever. You can have a grow, grow some shit, something. And, and that base would exist. The fact that it doesn't now and everything's paper is a huge weakness. And hopefully people wake up to that fact. Hopefully we move through this at whatever level and people wake the fuck up and start taking accountability for our own selves, our own safety and, and work better as communities at, at a smaller level, family, community. And then it, that can percolate up instead of this trickle down bullshit that doesn't work. Right. That's my rant. No, and I absolutely agree. I mean, it, it definitely brings like a whole local thing. Like we missed it, you know, <laughs> like we missed it. Yeah. And, and some folks are, have been doing it and some folks are, dude, it, it's business as usual and life is going to go on. And I get that. And, and I know I'm coming across as slightly triggered, but yet at the same time, dude, it's like uh, what's frustrating for me for, from a combat veterans perspective. And I want, I want to make that delineates very clear there is a difference between a combat veteran and a veteran right i mean a lot of guys go to the fight thank you for your service very few get into that fight um but the jargon that got back to the weaker species in our own ranks the ones that got to the streets before us and you know the guys that were afraid of fireworks and all this bullshit and what whatever keywords they had to throw out there to get their ptsd t-shirts and free hunts and all this great shit man it, it took away from our credibility to where i cannot articulate myself in such a manner to where someone's going to listen to me without having pity for me because of my past combat experiences and, yeah, and it's extremely true. frustrating you know, and it's just one of those things. That, and again, it just makes sense to me now. The previous administration did that to us. We we all know, like, dude, you know, again, God in country, I get it. That's why we all set, signed up. Yeah, for I got to jump in. Remember um, the Homeland Security Secretary under Obama? He said that America's greatest threat is its veterans. Do you remember that? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. What a bunch yep. of and that's when they bullshit. came out with the whole, uh, the PTSD, uh, you know, diagnoses is, you know, we're, we're hypervigilant and untrusting of the government. Well, no shit, man, because we saw behind the curtain and we saw that it was all bullshit. You know, I mean, exactly. and dude, I, I, wor I worked at the top of, top of the top, right? And out of the top 10 HVTs we were fucking targeting, not one of those bags had the ability to reach back and affect anyone in the United States of America. They had the ability to harm Americans downrange, so business was good, you know what I'm saying? But it, the whole thing was all... 
it was all dude the it's we became the industrial war complex our our economy was driven by 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 war it still is and, and you know it's it's one of those things with this democratic shit go, coming up the one voice that stood out in my opinion was Tulsi Gabbard right but the establishment shut her down and now all of a sudden we got this fucking senile old man. And again, this is the best our nation can do. I don't care if you're right or left, red or blue. Joe Biden is the fucking best we can do. You know, yeah, I know he can't even fucking the, he can't even form a sentence or hold a train of thought. The dude is completely well, it, senile, losing his a puppet. Yeah. And, it, and it's a red herring. It, it's a distraction. You know, well, the reason it's they want him joke. is because he's part of that corrupt politician group. So oh, absolutely. They these, want to regain these, their these young, A lot of these younger and newer people are not as corrupt as him, or they want to just go far left to socialism and communism without right. the corruption at, for now. So he's part of Hillary's crew that's corrupt as fuck. So he's the guy. It doesn't well, matter. It doesn't matter if he can form a sentence or hold a train right. of thought. Once he gets into office, he's just a puppet. And they'll just start funneling money out of the U.S. and stealing our riches like they did before. Start. Start. Sure. This shit's going on currently. It's been going on forever. We've been fucking hemorrhaging money. That's that's where the money we goes printing and hemorrhaging overseas. And the reason we do that is to prevent the hyperinflationary effects of increasing the money supply that big. That's why like, people always ask, why are we sending like $800 billion over here or there? Because we printed fucking trillions of dollars. And if you print trillions of dollars with nothing backing it you have no you, the the outcome is inflation hyperinflation so we've been farming our we've been sending our inflation overseas but now shit's starting when shit tightens up things start coming back it's the same way when we went off the gold reserve and countries started realizing that we were just printing fucking dollars without having the appropriate reserve in the bank and they started requesting hey hey you motherfucker give us our gold back showing up on our like Here's your fucking dollars. Give us our gold back. And that's why Nixon pulled us off the fucking gold standard in 71 because he had no choice. We, we, our debts, we couldn't repay our debts with the gold that we had promised. So then it became the word of the government. And f ever since then, we can just print, turn on the printing press, turn on the printing press. Well, that goes back to the warmonging society that we are because we had to pay for our bills in Vietnam. So they said, fuck it, take us off the gold standard. Yeah. The only time war ever paid for us is uh, World War One when we were doing a lot of exporting and we weren't super involved. But anytime any nation that is involved in war, it is not an economic boost as uh, these dickheads try to try to claim. It's a burden. It is a burden. You're 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 spending resources and your money is hemorrhaging overseas outside of your economy. It's fucking simple economics. That's for some reason these smart motherfuckers with degrees can't wrap their head around. And that's why we're at where we're at economically. Um, but whatever. No one wants no one wants to listen at that level because they're playing the game and they're all fucking stroking each other off, paying each other, raping the public and yeah, they're, making they're becoming wealth off of us. Millionaires that have hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank and they work in our Congress with no term limits and they make sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year, but they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. How does that work? Supposed to be public servants, but what like that uh steel worker said, hey, hey, you work for me and Joe Joe Sleepy Joe there is like, no, 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 no. No, I don't. And that's that's the truth. That's <laughs> they don't work for they're supposed Fuck to work Joe for Biden. us, but they don't. 
Well, it, it, it's, it's kind of us. like, yeah, and, and that's how detached they are from, from their people, right? From the constituents. They think a $1,200 stimulus check is going to do something for an American. Dude, they don't realize yeah. that that can't even cover a month's rent in the hood, you know? I know. It's like, exactly. you, know, yeah. show, show, you know, dude, I, I can't. The last time I had a $1,200 a month mortgage was like 1995. <laughs> Come on, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, these, these shitbag yeah. senators and representatives that we have in Congress. They're so detached from reality. Every law they pass, they exempt themselves from it. Right. They're just right. total pieces yeah. of shit. Well, and that's a big thing, you know, where I'm at right now, man, is like as an American, I, I'm, I'm with Mark in the sense to where it, it is about, it is it, 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 more so now than ever. It is about your local communities. It is about that local news station. It, it's about the people to the left and your right. Right. And, and as long as you're not stacked up like rats in a city. Um, I lost my train of thought. What okay. are we talking about? I don't know, Joe Biden. <laughs> you're breaking up, Kevin. Oh, am I? Okay, there I'm you in go. The country, brother. There you go. Right on. You're back. You're back. China must be listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I was just kind of rambling, but you know, it's it's uh. China, 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 China considers this podcast propaganda. <laughs> oh hell yeah, dude. You're, you're, we're all going to be on someone's hit list after this shit. Perfect. Another take, one. Take a fucking number. I know, man. I've had a bounty on my head since 2001. Get in line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like we give a fuck. Good. But you know what? I mean, I think it might come to that, dude. And it sounds far-fetched though, right? Like, you know, and I'm not going to say where, but I'm a high school wrestling coach, man. And, and you know, my rhetoric with our, with the wrestlers in my community is based on honesty it's based on the irrefutable truths of my life's experience not nothing that's political nothing that's left or right it's all about their own you know conduct and composure as an individual and how we train as combat athletes because the mindset is is no different and now here we are going forward dude no matter how you look at it you have to be prepared to protect yourself. You have to be prepared to. to defend yourself. Well, where do you find that knowledge? Well, and again, you find it within that, that veteran community, Call but you have to be very selective about it because again, not all vets are created equal. Not no, you know, I don't care if you're a cook or commando, you know, but there is a big difference in those of us that went into that fight. And those of us who served during that fight, um, and that's going to ruffle some feathers. Oh, fucking well, walk your 40 miles and give me a call when you get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it is what it is. It, and again, I think there is an overwhelming sense of obligation that many of us still have who don't wear that uniform anymore to the members of our community that are worth a shit, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see as we go forward, because prior to any of this coronavirus shit, one could argue that the United States of America was already becoming balkanized anyways, you know, again, through the media, through the messaging. I think, I think, the, Trump, uh, I think uh, yeah, but I, I think up until 2016. Yeah. But I think Trump has been doing a great job as dismantling these fucking corrupt politicians uh, that run our country. That's why they hate him. The media hates him. Look at the White House press corps. It's like a daily verbal jujitsu match. They fucking hate right. him. But he is literally dismantling them piece by piece. And he's always five steps ahead of them. I think it's fucking fantastic what he's doing. 
Well, and just wait until we sweep it here in the next round, dude. And then we can really get some work done, yeah. you know, but I mean, think about what he's accomplished with everything he's been up against. And, and again, and that's where like, it, it's fair for someone to speculate that again, maybe this is a democratic coup in the sense to where, dude, we went from Russia collusion to impeachment to, Hey motherfuckers, we got a pandemic, you know, like, come on, man. And again, I think that was the level of disbelief for so many people on the right to where they didn't believe the messaging of the media. And then the over sensationalizing of it took the sheep, man, and pushed them right up next to the edge of the cliff. And they're about to start pouring over it like lemmings, man. You know, and that. Yeah, well, that, here, 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 this is funny, but um, this is a total sheep move. The whole hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah. Why are you hoarding toilet paper? It's because somebody decided to do it and all the fucking sheep followed. You don't right, need to right, hoard right. toilet paper. Buy meat. Buy eggs. Yeah. Buy groceries. What the Dude, fuck got, are you going to do with all this toilet paper? That is a total sheep children. move. If you're hoarding toilet paper, you're fucking stupid. Yes. Dude, I have six children and I have never bought that much toilet paper in my fucking life. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's retarded. try limiting the sheets of toilet paper that you use out of one roll and it will last you a very long time Yeah, or eat healthy and you won't be shitting your fucking brains out every morning. I don't know, man. These people have are a nice not shitting. Dry curd, you know, these fucking <laughs> sheep are not shitting their brains out. They saw somebody hoard toilet paper. So <laughs> they, they didn't go through the thought process. They just followed the sheep in front of them and started buying toilet paper like fucking idiots. Right. Hey, so you want to know what I've done though, right? Um, and again, so and, and it's not to, to raise any eyebrows. I, I did it so I didn't have to draw any attention. Um, but you know, I, I have a big family. I have six children. I got eight people under the roof. I got a bunch of animals to feed, a bunch of kids to feed. And the last thing I'm going to allow to happen is for us to go hungry. And so what I've always maintained is six months of supplies to get me to the spring so I can plant a garden. And if I can plant that garden, I can get to the fall and I can harvest protein. I can harvest meat. I can do whatever I need to. Um, but when I relocated from California to to where I am now, I had to leave a lot of things behind. And there was shit that I couldn't get rid of in garage sales and shit that wouldn't fit in the moving truck. And so what I did was, you know, I'd, I'd get up five in the morning, pull out a couple hundred bucks cash, and I'd drive to a different Walmart and I'd pick up some supplies there. And then the next day I drive to another Walmart and I pick up other supplies there. And I did this slowly but surely until I had six months of stores on hand on supply. And then as soon as I topped off, no, no sooner than I topped off, um, this coronavirus bullshit happened. Um, So, again, my intent is always to get to the spring and we put in a five acre garden. But with as many kids as I have, dude, that doesn't last very long either. So. And I'm fortunate in that sense where I got out of Dodge and I was able to get myself a little piece of land, you know, mm-hmm. and but here's my my warning to to those who are kind of leaning in that direction. And, you know, because I was one of those dudes, I'd I'd watch the YouTube video, get motivated. I grew up working on farms. I grew up on the farm. And my first year out where I was um Fifteen hundred seedlings that I had under a grow light that I took out to plant in the ground were hailed out. Uh, Seventy-five meat birds that I had were hailed out. Uh, two of my calves that were born were frozen to death. Fourteen of my piglets were frozen to death. 
and, and I'm a dude, I'm not going to say I know what I'm doing, but dude, I've, I've lived in the woods more times than I've lived in a fucking a bedroom. You know what I'm saying? I've been under the stars more nights than I have under, under a roof. And the shit is not as easy as it looks, you know? So, um, written literature is where it's at. Again, I'm, I'm kind of right now, my, my theory, if you will, is that in 30 days of this shit, when people's heads really start to pop, we're going to go dark on comms. I think the internet's going to, I have ham radios. I bought, yeah, I bought bought VHF and UHF ham radios. And then I have it. Right. HF base station where I'm at in Texas. And, and you know what, dude? And and even if it's not the fucking end, it, it it's it should be a wake up call to so many people to simplify your life. You know, I mean, it, it it's just amazing. Like you know, for me right now, kids are out of school, everyone's home. But you know what, man? It's business as usual. My children aren't going through the emotional roller coaster that the typical American child is. Because, dude, right, wrong, and different. When we come out of this. These kids are going to be shell shocked, man. You know, they're because we're going to hit the numbers in the United States of America. We're going to hit the numbers globally to where it's going to affect each and every one of us. You know, and if we're not right with God, if we're not right with your mom and dad, if you're not right with your kids, man, get there now. You know, and and come up with a plan and start working your way forward. And, and again, not based on any date that anyone gave you. Those dates are nothing but hope. And as I said before, hope is not a course of action, noon, dude. You know, you have to you have to have something for yourself that you're working towards. And even if it's just something as simple as just, hey, man, I want to save a couple bucks on groceries. Yep. You know, okay. I'm, I'm sick of buying shit where I have to worry about, you know, some freaking Somali pissing on his hands as he's packing the meat at the freaking factory plant, which happens all the time in Minnesota. But, oh, dude, all over, man. Look down in Colorado, dude. You know, Greeley, Colorado, it used to be the Hispanics ran the, the meatpacking industries. And now they have 10,000 Somalis in one town, dude. Are you serious? And when you have third world cultures in America, you see third world crimes coming Holy your way. Shit. Yeah. And again, dude, look at the ice repopulation map. It's strategic, dude. Outside of every state capital, there's a there's a consolidated group of foreign nationals that don't want to become Americans. They want the citizenship, but they don't want the culture. Yep. You know, and then do that. And this is coming from a first generation Polak, man. First language I spoke was Polish. You know, my I'm American by way of Auschwitz and Dachau. My grandfather was in the Polish ghettos. Uh, Auschwitz. My grandmother was in Dachau. She was a, uh, Ukrainian you, Kevin, you're breaking up. I keep walking to the oh, Chinese side of the house. Sorry. Dude. Oh, yeah. No, but I'm Don't saying I'm first generation by way of, you know, of, of what's coming our way. I hope not, you know, um, but yet at the same time, my my folks, they assimilated to American culture and we're Americans. And, and the people that we've had coming into America for the last 20 years, dude, have no intentions of becoming Americans. No. And care. it's what we're looking at is kind of a war of the flea. It's death by a thousand cuts, man. They're, they're, just here, for, they're here for free stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're here to pillage. Absolutely. Well, like I said, man, they're not outside the gates. The barbarians are inside the gate now. And, and at the end of the day, I mean, you, you know, what is Rome going to do without her Colosseum? And how are we going to entertain the masses? What happens when people lose their their commonality that we've we've brought through false idols? Yeah, everything's going to change. I was just it's watching gonna, uh, something last night on YouTube and they're saying that uh, prepare for 
permanent changes from this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's oh, the thing. Absolutely. I mean, just like, you know, for guys like us, right. I mean, the new normal, whatever we call it when we come home from a trip, you know, everything's the same, but not, everything's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be familiar, but dude, I, you know, again, the constitution, our bill of rights, they're just wiping their ass with it right now. And, you know, we're as soon as the first amendment's freaking secured and far away, well, I'm sure our fourth will be next. And that fourth, the eradication of our fourth amendment will definitely freaking go into our second man, amendment rights. And God only knows what happens then. Oh yeah. You know, because again, the government employee, dude, they don't know how to make money. They only know how to earn money. They're not, they're not capitalists. They're, you know, those are true socialists and they're the ones that are somehow essential. You know, when 99.9% of our economy should be privatized, excuse me, of our government should be privatized. Now we have these mouth breathers that need their money to buy their food and they're going to come and take our shit to ensure they get it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Stealing from the labor, the blood, the sweat, and the tears of the people who are breaking rocks and growing shit and building things and, yeah, getting into the whole fucking income tax (laughs) bullshit. Well, I mean, like, and they're saying, like, they what, what they push taxes off to July 15th? Fuck you. How about that? No one pay your taxes this year. Fuck you. Yeah, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I love it. You've, you've completely mismanaged all the fucking funds I've ever given you. I have lost faith and confidence in our government. Let's rebuild this shit. But the thing, they've already stolen it. They've already stolen the taxes ahead of time. They yeah, take it from true. the wages before people get paid. So you already, whether you want to or not, they already got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. And you want to come back on next week and shoot the shit some more, Kevin? Yeah. You guys can tell me how right I was. And and then I'll grow my beard back and become Nostradamus. Did you cut your beard? (laughs) I trimmed it, dude. I had to fucking get a job, man. You had the ultimate beard. (laughs) Dude, you you know what's fucking crazy, though? Dude, I was making more money knitting hats than I'm making now. Start knitting again. I know, but dude, it was, it, you know, the whole social media game, it burned me the fuck out, man. It was like, you know, not, not that I was looking for like that viral video, but it was like, why the fuck isn't anyone listening? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and it is, it's just kind of frustrating where, you know, the, the knitting gig, I, I still knit, you know, I knit all the time. Um, <laughs> and actually on the farm, we're getting alpaca and sheep. So we're, we're getting back into the fiber, uh, side of it, you know, and, and yeah. once I have uh, the fiber going, and then we're going to go back and get back on it. But for the time being, it was just, you know, well, you're fucking still running the game, dude. It's constant. You know, it looks easy, but like it's hard to, to post meaningful content. Dude, that's a full time fucking job, man. Yep. So I wish well, I had a nice ass. I'd just fucking stick it out and take a picture, you know? Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck it, dude. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, I know. Right. Fucking shit's ending. Anyway. <laughs> Well, hey, make sure you tell everyone to find me on Pornhub. You know, I'm the guy with the biggest dick. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. We'll put that on Instagram. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's do another one next week. For sure, man. For sure. That was fun. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice talking to you, Mark. Nice meeting you, man. Yeah, you too, Kevin. Good talk, All right, bro. brother. All right, Tage. Right, be safe, man. Keep All those right, girls safe. You too. Yeah, man. Talk to you later.